My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, and today I'm trying something a little different, so I'd love to hear if you find it helpful and if you want me to keep doing this, but I'll try it for today in a couple weeks and give you a chance to see if you like it, but it's a weekly horoscope. So I'll be going through the major events happening week by week, how you can best plan your time and energy throughout the week, and then some specific suggestions for each rising sign slash moon sign. So you want to know your Vedic astrology rising sign or moon sign, not your sun sign in Western astrology. This will absolutely not apply to your sun sign in Western astrology. This is based on your rising or moon sign in Vedic astrology. If you don't know that, go to quietmindastrology.com and you can schedule a reading with me right there to get your birth chart and your reading. But I'm going to go right into it. So if you don't know that, make sure you find out first. You could also go to uh, quietmindastrology.com and send me an email and I can look up your chart real quick and give you the uh, rising and moon sign. So at least you know where to focus your energy for the week ahead. So the biggest thing happening this week, and I'm just going to talk about this week. If you want to know about the whole month or the whole year, I have episodes on that you can go back to in the archives. But just this week, the biggest thing happening is today the moon goes into Cancer. So it's a new moon and it's with the sun in Cancer. So what is really happening this week is a focus on your feelings and your emotions. And of course, there's been so much happening in 2020 that could pull our emotions up and down in so many different directions. And it's important that we have a time to recenter and reset and come back to what's most important to us, to reconnect, to nourish ourselves, to come back to source and center. So this is going to look a little bit different for everybody, but for almost all of us, this could play out as you feeling extra sensitive this week. So being mindful of what inputs you allow in and of course, our devices and technology is designed to get our attention. It's a $7 billion industry of getting our attention, and it's very effective. And it usually focuses on very heightened emotions to give us a very strong response to get our attention. So you want to be very mindful of that and notice when that's happening for you. Especially this week, you're going to be a little extra sensitive. You can also be more perceptive and more attuned to what's happening underneath the surface for yourself and others. And this is those sort of maternal instincts that the moon in Cancer represents. You want to be more emotionally responsible this week and notice that if something is triggering you or upsetting you or getting a rise out of you, that you do what you can to manage your state. And this is something that I learned in a spiritual community I was in a few years ago is constantly uh, challenging myself and constantly being challenged by the, the community that I realized I needed to manage my state really well. <clears throat> and I needed to make sure that I was as clear as I could be each day before engaging with that. And I would say that what's happening in the world this year is equally as challenging. And there's so much on social media and on the news and everywhere that is very challenging and it gets a very strong response out of us like I was saying. So we need to do our own personal work to be as clear of a channel as possible and that might mean meditation or mantra or yoga or qigong or tai chi or getting a massage or acupuncture or pranayama. You, you, whatever practice it is for you as I've said so much about 2020, this is the year to make sure that you have some sort 
of solid practice and uh, some sort of structure that you create because the structures around us are going to continue to be challenged and changed and transformed and revolutionized with Saturn and Pluto where it was during the American Revolution. So <clears throat> we need to stay firm and centered in ourselves and, and bring in our own stability and masculine energy to have that consistency. But this week you're being asked, <clears throat> excuse me, but this week we're being asked to connect to our emotions as well, to keep that structure, but also stay in tune to our emotions and use that structure to be attuned to our emotions. So find ways to be kind to yourself, to be patient with yourself and forgiving with yourself. And when you do that for yourself, it's easier to do that for others. Find ways to be affectionate, again, to yourself and then to others. Maybe it's like you, I have like a massage thing that I use on my shoulder and uh, my foot, and it helps relieve a lot of tension in my body. And to me, that's like a sign of care and kindness and affection to my body. And it makes it easier to give that to my partner when she needs attention or she's got some sort of ache or pain. And it's a pleasure to get to rub her shoulders and share that with her and give something back to her and, and care for her because I feel sort of nourished and full in myself. This is a very maternal energy, very loving energy of moon and cancer. Uh, so we can first direct it to ourselves and then we have more of that to give to others. This is a great time for studying astrology and the psychic intuitive capacities of yourself. And if you uh, happen to have an Astrology 101 course coming out this week, so if you're interested in learning more about astrology, that's a great place to start. Uh, but you can go back to all my podcasts and all the resources I recommend. Uh, there's plenty of free things as well. Uh, but this is a great week for that, of doing that intuitive sort of uh, psychic kind of work of perceiving and, and uh, trusting your intuition of what's really happening under the surface for myself and then for others as well. And it's important that that emotional responsibility piece that we notice uh, what's happening in ourselves before we project or judge or uh, assume what's happening for others. And that sort of self-inquiry and self-process gives us self-awareness of uh, what's under the surface and how we can best understand ourselves which gives us a capacity for curiosity for ourselves and then curiosity for others because you wouldn't want somebody just assuming they know what's right for you or what you're thinking or feeling and uh, other people obviously don't want that either so as you go through this week noticing where you have those assumptions or those projections and know how, notice how it would feel if you received those assumptions or projections from someone else and give what you want and, and give the sort of kindness and care that you would appreciate to others. It's a great week for doing some sort of volunteer or service work, if that's possible for you. Doing any sort of artistic and creative work, letting your imagination come through. And if you've ever done any, I'm sure you've done something intuitive or creative. And you know that sort of creative process where you just open up to whatever wants to come through you. And it's almost like you're just allowing it to happen. That's the kind of energy that can come through this week if we create the space and circumstances for it. And if we can put down the incredibly effective at being addicted, addictive devices uh, and give ourselves some space and get into the default mode network of the brain, which is where the brain makes all these connections and has all these insights and intuitions. And, and that's the moon in cancer, the moon, the mind in cancer, emotions and, and feelings. And we can let those feelings guide us into 
creative expression, just like children, just like kids like to play and just express themselves for no reason. And as adults, we kind of lose that and we get so heavy and, and sucked into the addictive pull of devices and media and conflicts and all the things happening uh, in the world that we kind of lose what's happening in our imaginations and our minds and this this whole world within ourselves. And that's where a lot of our creativity and insights and uh, play and fun and freedom can come from. It's a great time to express gratitude and uh, practice just being grateful for what you have and appreciating what you have and expressing gratitude to others. Now, there could be times of feeling up and down and very up and down right now this year uh, with the moon in Cancer. So this is really a two-week period here. What I'm talking about uh, for the new moon is a two-week cycle. Let me go to the full moon in two weeks. So over these two weeks, notice if you get stuck into the victim triangle. This is uh, also called the drama triangle, which requires a victim, a perpetrator, and a rescuer. And moon in cancer is highly emotional and sensitive. And you might feel that this week and you might notice yourself blaming other people or feeling oppressed by other people. And there is legitimate systemic oppression in different ways throughout America and different societies, wherever you are in the world. And there is our choice in choosing how to respond to that. And that's the emotional responsibility that's the part that we can control and we can choose what to do with it now and how we can enact change. And often it starts with our thoughts and perceptions, the moon, and then choosing what actions are in alignment with that, which is nice because the sun is here as well. So if you start to notice the, those uh, victim mindset or uh, feeling oppressed or feeling like stuck and it's very... Uh, totally justified to feel that way right now with so much so many restrictions in the world and so many limitations and so many people unemployed right now and you might be one of them and that's totally valid to feel like the struggle the difficulty the the challenge of that and the more you stay in the mindset of this is happening to me and causing me strife and struggle and there's other people who are causing this and I have zero control of that, that is a very disempowering and difficult place to act from. And it makes it very difficult to do anything and very likely to just slip into depression, which the moon and uh, cancer can represent, especially because it's opposite of Saturn right now. So Saturn is looking right at the moon. There's a aspect there that uh, brings a heaviness to these emotions this week. So we choose to notice these things. We just become aware of them and notice that uh, we may feel a little more sensitive. We might feel oppressed and there is validity to that in many ways. And there's also validity to saying that is one way of engaging with reality and one way of perceiving the situation. What's another possible situation? What else could I possibly do here? Is there any possible, maybe write down a million ideas. Is there at least one of them that it feels a little more empowering? Is there something I could do to feel more self-directed and more empowered? And this time you could be more susceptible to others' feelings and others' emotions and have poor boundaries. And this is important to have clear boundaries. This is how we contain and direct energy. If we don't have boundaries, then our energy becomes loose and scattered and pushed and pulled in a million directions. 
And again, we might feel oppressed by other people uh, if we let that happen. We might feel victimized by it. So we choose to take the emotional responsibility of noticing what you feel and naming your feelings even. I struggled with this for many years. I actually have a feelings wheel on my refrigerator right now, just as a reminder. Uh, and I feel like I've come a long way with that and being more aware of my emotions and my feelings and needs. Uh, but it's still always helpful to just be reminded of uh, it has like maybe 70 different words on it. Uh, just there's so many things we could feel, but they often just break down into being happy, sad, mad, ashamed, and uh, angry. Uh, it also could be guilt, right? So happy, mad, sad, glad, uh, shame, and guilt. And uh, th those sort of feelings uh, have many different forms that they can take. And we can get sort of lost in the milieu of it, but we can come back to just the simple feeling of, oh, I feel angry because of the situation. What is one little thing that I could do about that this week in this new moon is a great time for new beginnings. And we just came out of the Mercury retrograde last week, and now we have the sun and moon in Cancer. So it's a great time to be connected to your emotions and what you want. And if you ever study the uh, nonviolent communication, it's all about feelings and needs. I felt blank and I need blank. So I felt uh, unloved and I need affirmation of love and I need to uh, feel like I am loved and find expressions of love. And because of our boundaries and our reality of human experience, we can't just demand that of someone else and have someone else just give us those things that we need but we can ask for them, ask for what we do need, and we can give ourselves a lot of what we need and give ourselves the compassion, the kindness, the love, the care that we need and know that other people are just do the best and they're human too and they have their ups and downs and we're all going to have our ups and downs, especially over these two weeks. Make sure, you, make sure you take good care of your stomach and digestion. You could have stomach ailments at this time. Uh, you could have issues with eating too much and wanting to have comfort foods. So just being mindful of that this time. And notice if you become too attached to any particular thing, uh, too impressionable of anything. This is what moon and cancer could also represent. And just again, healthy boundaries, healthy sense of self and taking care of yourself, filling your cup first so you have more to give to others. So I'm gonna briefly go through all 12 zodiac signs, uh, just a little snippet on each one and how this specifically might affect you. Again, this is not for your sun sign in Western astrology. That's based on completely different calculations that are over 2000 years old. It's not based on where the things are in the sky right now as we can see them. And if you want to see that for yourself, uh, you can use the night sky app to observe where things are and you'll see the new moon is in cancer. So for Aries, embrace your inner maternal energy. Embrace the maternal side of yourself. This is Aries rising or moon sign in Vedic astrology. Nourish yourself. Take care of yourself and others. Practice self-care. For Taurus rising or moon sign, stay close to home. Right, Everybody is staying close to home right now, but particularly for you, no big trips, no no big travel, not a bunch of moving around. Just, just stay close to home where you feel recharged and nourished. Make your home a place to feel recharged and nourished. Avoid overindulging in things. There might be a tendency to want to do that right now. For Geminis, nourish those close to you. Your 
peers, your family, your people around you, uh, anybody who's in your sort of bubble, take care of those people, the people you just text that you're not seeing in person right now. Uh, slow down your schedule a bit and really savor your food. Notice if you feel anxious, like you need to move faster and rush around, uh, even if you don't even have things to do to that day. Notice if that tendency is in you and slow down a little bit and take some time to eat some nourishing foods and really like cooked foods, not just like quick, easy snacks. For Cancer Arising and Moon Sign, this is happening in your first house. So nourish your body, yourself, take care of yourself, do your self-care, fill your cup, and then you can have other, more to give to others and be of support to others. And know that you are loved. Even if maybe you're not in a relationship, maybe there's something that happened where you don't feel loved, know that you are loved and there is a divine purpose and reason for everything happening and there's a divine timing to everything. For Leo rising or moon, know that uh, you can, this is a great time to nourish your spiritual practices and break up your routines. This is happening in your 12th house. So doing something of service to others, doing your meditation practice. Now, the 12th house represents foreign lands, represents foreign practices and spirituality, moksha, liberation. So doing things that help you feel liberated and Meditation is a great way to do that. For Virgos, this is happening in your 11th house, this new moon, this next two-week cycle. Connect with your network, manage your finances, and use your detail-oriented nature to notice where money might be slipping through the gaps, where you can be more precise with your finances and your money, but also your, your network, your peers, the people that uh, you know uh, from your work, that you've met through your work, which could be a lot of people, uh, but making sure that you, you sort of nourish those relationships as well right now. For Libra rising, this is happening in your 10th house of career. So nourishing your career and your connections with your coworkers, realigning with your dharma, avoid taking on other people's issues at the expense of yourself. This is a common thread right now for a lot of people. And, and in general, just align with what your purpose is. Like, what is your career path that probably has changed recently and probably looks different right now? And you might be thinking about what does this person need? What does that person need? Uh, but start with what do you need and what is in alignment with you? Where do you want to go? How do you want to redirect your energy with all the change that's happened this year? For Scorpio rising, this is happening in your ninth house of religion and spirituality. So have some time to deep dive into your beliefs, your spiritual practices, your religion, your faith, your teachers, your gurus, uh, and know that you'll probably have some pretty uh, intense ups and downs with, with those things. And uh, Scorpio, avoid descending into darkness and going into just the, the shadow of things and uh, all these rabbit holes that you could go right now of uh, all the things happening in the world. But stay centered with uh, what are the true teachings for you? What has really stood the, the, through all of this ups and downs that you've experienced in your life? What are the true teachings and who are the true teachers? Come back to those. For Sagittarius, this is a great time. This is happening in your eighth house of uh, spirituality, transformation, uh, occult mysticism, death and transformation, uh, death as in like ego death. 
but also could be physical death. But uh, so you want to make sure you're taking good care of your health, of course. Uh, but this is typically more about transformation, as in like uh, the the death of a part of our ego and identity. So doing things like meditation, spiritual practices, yoga, studying the occult and tarot, if you're into that stuff, astrology like this, if you're into this stuff, uh, all these sort of things can help you align with your spiritual path and your spiritual transformation. And in many ways, a lot of people are going through ego deaths right now, which are very necessary and important to go through at different times in life. So uh, honoring that process, and if there's something it's time to let go of, then becoming aware of that and, and nurturing the part of yourself that has learned and grown through that process and nurturing the part of yourself that is ready to move on and change. And it could look as like maybe just changing forms. It doesn't need to be like a drastic change. Uh, but there is some sort of transformation happening for you in this cycle. For Capricorn, this is happening in your seventh house. So new moon in your seventh house in Cancer. This is a great time to be very nourishing for your partner and express your gratitude and appreciation to your partner and have this sort of loving affection for them and, and feel and find that for them. If you're not in a relationship, then finding that for yourself, your relationship to self, that is ultimately where all relationships start. Uh, but open up emotionally, emotionally to your partner. And and it might be a little more uncomfortable for you, uh, but your partner will appreciate it. So letting your emotions out more with your partner. For Aquarius rising, this is happening in your sixth house of your day-to-day -day routines, your health and wellness, your enemies. So imagine the details of your vision, the, the big vision that you have so Aquarius, you always have some sort of clear vision of some ideal that you are trying to create, striving to create in your life. And the uh, energy now in your sixth house, which is ruled by Virgo, is very precise and clear and detail-oriented and brings more clarity and precision and detail to that vision. So trust your intuition as those details emerge and begin to take small actions, small significant, uh, small specific actions that will be significant. Uh, they might seem very small and not that important right now, but as each detail emerges, trust that over the next couple of weeks and take that small step in that direction towards the vision that you want to create. Trust your intuition. And also for you, avoid taking on other people's stuff as your responsibility and uh, uh, sort of neglecting the vision that you see and, and trying to please everybody because you just can't do it. So Trust your intuition. Trust yourself. Then we have Pisces uh, rising or moon sign. This is happening in your fifth house of published works, children, uh, and speculative gains. So just make simple, empowering choices. The fifth house is ruled by Leo, the which is ruled by the sun, which the sun is in Cancer. So that sun energy is strong for you the next two weeks. Pisces, and this is a great time to just be a little more bold and take a little more risks and put yourself out there a little more. Stand firm in your convictions. Be a little more clear and direct. As Pisces, you can be sort of wishy-washy at times. You can be back and forth, up and down. Uh, but what that gives you is this incredible range of perception and experience and able ability to see from a lot of different angles and uh, a lot of sort of receptivity to what everyone needs, which gives you the power when you do take very clear and concise action, which this next two weeks is a great time for that. I'm, I'm gonna boldly go in this direction. 
Uh, there's a lot of power to that. And it's very inspiring to others and very encouraging to others. And you can lead others in a very powerful way. So trust yourself, take action, hit send on that email or hit publish on that blog or that video or that thing that you're a little scared about putting out there. Trust yourself, trust your intuition and take that action and know that whatever people think about it, people might have their opinions. The more people are criticizing you, the more successful you are. It's just the nature of the beast that as you put yourself out there more, there will be more people who don't love what you're doing and they will be more vocal. Uh, but that just means that you're putting yourself out there more and you're reaching more people uh, because when you're just small and nobody knows you, nobody really comments at all, then it's just positive stuff for a while. Then when you start getting the sort of backlash and pushback, uh, it's okay. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong. doesn't mean that you messed up. just means that you're taking more risks and that's what really matters. And this is a great time this next two weeks to, to do that. So I hope you found this helpful in this uh, horoscope for the week ahead went a little longer than I thought it would, so I might try to shorten this up next time. But if you enjoy it, please let me know. Send a message to at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram or email me jeremy at quietmind.yoga and let me know what you think. If you want me to do more of these, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment in the comments. Uh, this will always be on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you find podcasts so you can get your astrology fix. I know I love the weekly horoscopes when I was just studying, uh, but there's not very many, if any at all, for Vedic astrology. So I wanted to make one uh, because I thought it would be something I would want to make and I would want to have. So let me know what you think. I'd love to hear and I hope you have a great rest of your week and take care and uh, look forward to sharing more with you soon.